You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Hi, and welcome to We Know Nothing. I'm Anya Marina, joined by the very attractive now well-fed Phil Hanley to my <laughs> left. Oh, oh, I had a breakfast oh. Hi. Sam Morell over t- across the table from me, which is too far. So handsome. Thank you. I, was, I don't like when you compliment Phil. We know but it sounds me. forced when she says it. <laughs> it does. It's because she gave you a forced one to begin with and she had to, you know. Seemed a little sincere. You guys both got like 18th century builds <laughs> before there was a lot of food. You guys would be fucking diesel. And hilarious comic and stand-up and friend to these two knuckle hands, Giannis Pop. Us. Hey, how are you? Hi. Giannis. Hi. Welcome. Thank ya- you. Am I saying it right? Yeah. What'd you say? Giannis? Yeah. According to the comic strip website, it's Yamas Papas. Well, wow. <laughs> that's the comic strip website. And I'm, and I'm Sam Morielli. <laughs> are you really? really? They misspell every name. Erin Jacksum. Jacksum's not even a name. <laughs> yeah, but all those names sound very 80s, and that's what they like. <laughs> yes, that's Actually, true. Ja- I didn't realize how funny Jacksum is as a last name. Yeah. <laughs> She'll jack some. She won't jack everyone. <laughs> But uh, we were just watching Giannis. Uh, if you haven't seen Mauricia, his uh, his transsexual character from the Lower East Side on YouTube, four million hits. One of the it's one of my favorite characters. If you ever. haven't seen it, that means you live somewhere other than Miami, New York, or <laughs> San Francisco. Did you base this character yeah. off anyone? Uh, it's an amalgamation of people. It's um, there was at the time that I created it. There was uh, I was living in this building, and there was like a transgendered woman who lived on the first floor. So. And uh, so it was her combination. When I was a kid, I did like a Rosie Perez impersonation. So that was like the, that's like the genesis. But uh, it's just an amalgamate. I dated a lot of Puerto Rican girls, you know, growing up in New York. Yeah. So I sensed a little of that spiciness. Yeah. I am comfortable around black people. (laughs) I remember when I realized, (laughs) I realized when it was getting uh, big because we were at CB's Comedy Club. Remember that club? Ah, CB's. And Rest Gian- in peace. Giannis goes on, just dresses himself, not, but he just starts doing Maurice as a character and a few people in the crowd were like, yes, yes. So people <laughs> were going nuts in the crowd for this character and I was like, holy shit, this is like, this went from like a YouTube thing with not that many hits right. to something that's huge now. Yeah, that probably, uh, I was probably surprised by that too because it started happening gradually. I didn't know and then like, yeah, occasionally something like that would happen. I remember this real funny time I was having lunch and like the thuggiest look Looking dude you ever seen in your life teardrop tattoo was just staring at me and i was like nervous i was like oh shit what and then he just comes over slowly and he's like yo ass pussy <laughs> like, you a funny motherfucker man <laughs> and he said as pussy as the waitress was coming over so it almost looked like uh, he fucked me in jail or something <laughs> that's always the part my mom checks out of the I sketch know, my mom thinking. loves the sketch and then you say ass pussy and she's like oh no it's too vulgar well how does she want me to refer to it that's what it is I know you, call me, you can't call it something else do you think the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing is like, is it giving it like a second wind? No, I mean, it, it's, um since it's on the internet, it has like that kind of slow, consistent, you know, whereas before the internet, something would be on TV, it would be boom, big, and then it, it, on the internet, people always, new people are always discovering it, so it sort of has like that sl- slow kind of build, you know, but no, I don't think Caitlyn, 
has done anything for it either way, you know? Did Except the, for the proof that it was ahead of its time. <laughs> did the person that inspired it, did she ever see it? Did you know? There was not one there was not one person who really inspired it. Um But the woman on the first floor? Do you know if she Oh no, it? yeah, I didn't even know her. Oh, so really? okay. I, she probably she probably I don't know. Maybe she's seen it, but you know. It was just amazing because when we did it, you know, I didn't even think about, especially in today's culture as a comedian with all the PC, yeah. you know, be careful what you say. I mean, it's just, uh, I didn't even think about any of that. I was just going for the funny and I worked it out on stage for about two months before I did it. So really? I would do it live. Yeah. How would you, would you do stand up and then do the character? Yeah, I would slide into it. I'd be like, you know, uh, this is, I would just say there's this transgendered person who lives on my first floor and then I would just do the character. So when we shot it, I had built the whole story of who she was, what her motivation was. Oh, okay. So it was just like a zip. When we when we shot it, it was worked out because it was crushing live. I mean, I would do it on my Sunday show, and uh, I would do it. You know, when I was hosting it, I needed to stretch or something like that. I would just, yeah. I just did it. So would you break out? So you'd present the character, and then would you just do that? And then would you go back to stand up, or would you just do the character, and that would be how you? No, I go back set? in. Yeah, I'd go oh, back really? Stand up. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's so Are tough. Are people ever to- offended by it? No, um, there has been next to no negative. Is that because yeah. it's a character, you think? No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you would think, I mean, you would think, I mean, my other character, Mr. Panos, is much more controversial, which is very <laughs> ironic because I am Greek yeah. and he's a Greek man, but he's about 50-50. I mean, What's he talk like? I don't he's know like a, just a ethnocentric kind of old racist who... Uh, what if he know. was giving me dating advice? What if I was like, what's his name? Mr. Panos. Mr. Panos, Anya, nice to meet you. How you doing, Anya? Very nice to meet you. I'm, I'm Russian, actually. Oh, very nice. You okay, let's say hey, Russian people is good people. Yeah, you think? Like, we have similar food, I think, like kebab. Don't we have some Well, similar? the Greek food is original food. You have imitation to what the Greek food was. I and, didn't know that it was imitation. And it's very surprising to see you outside the house right now. You should be in the house working on the Russian food for your husband, your children. If you have the grandparents live upstairs, you need to be inside. Oh, because my mom never taught me to cook or anything. I, really? Yeah. What kind of family values we have here? I went to college. I got a degree. Why you go to college for? <laughs> What's the problem? I just wanted to read and write. For? Um, like to work at a job. You work in the house. This is what ha- this is the problem here. This is not family values. You have to work in the house. What you want to read? You want to be uh, opera? This is, there's no such thing. In real life, there's no doctors who females. This isn't a play. This is real life. I was just thinking, like, I could host a podcast and be a musician. What's a podcast? What's a podcast? What's a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like people come on and talk. And you know, oh, another- this American, <laughs> this is what American people call work is a podcast. Yeah, we he don't has, get paid. He has so many characters. You did one with Rachel that made me laugh so hard when you would do that uh, that couple. What was their name again? Oh, we had fun. <laughs> what was the names of the? Co- it's macho, like macho and, G- and Gina, yeah. Macho and Gina, yeah. they do this couple that was just pure trash, <laughs> yeah. and they would do it in public, and and people would just give them the dirtiest looks. It would be like Rachel would be this kind of trashy girl who was kind of flirting with everybody, and Giannis was this abusive boyfriend type. <laughs> was like stalking her and like watching her, like hit. She just wanted to like hit on dudes, and I just be, I would just come and just ruin it. <laughs> and be like yeah, like slowly the guy would. Fall. We did like a prank with official comedy that was really fun, where we like unsuspecting people. That she was hitting on this guy. This guy was getting into it, and I came over. I was like, "Excuse me, Chief, can I get you a beer?" You know, and I was like, "I like that." And then slowly, it reveals that like me and her know each other, and I've been like following her. And she yells at me, but then at the end, you know, I'm like, "We we make up," and I'm like, "I'm gonna go fuck my wife in the car." (laughs) (laughs) 
I like that he would keep it going though. He would just he would start with his chief, then he'd be like, uh, bro, then yeah. be like, chief of police, you call him police, yeah, captain, <laughs> yeah, admiral, yeah, sergeant in arms, yeah, secretary of straight. I just kept going. Secretary of straight. You just get weirder and weirder. I doing legal representative for the FCC. Nice to see you. <laughs> and the, and the guy, I remember there was a guy in the hot and hidden camera, that Asian guy. I remember, and he was just like, what the fuck is going on? Because as we're doing this, you know, it's like, let's go fuck in the car, and Rachel's like, okay, and then <laughs> and the guy was just like on camera, like, what? I don't understand how that just happened. <laughs> that was after I said, you look really good tonight. You look like Jodie Foster in The Accused. <laughs> and she went, she went. That's when she switched. She goes, oh, you think so? <laughs> Thank you. Sam's laughing real hard at that rape joke. That's, oh, that's no. his wheelhouse, actually. That's, that's his wheelhouse. That's, that's his wheelhouse, man. I need that's wheelhouse to throwing people under the bus that's after they dealt do. with a lot of stuff. That's what I do. No, I thought it was hilarious. You were quite ahead of your time in that in that field. Yeah. yeah, I was. I was yeah. a visionary. You were, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> the first one. Oh, that's funny though. She was great in The Accused, and she, she like, was great in The Accused. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was. Yeah, getting back to Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's. I don't like Phil's smug tone. It's always just. I said that to a woman on Delta. I got into a huge fight with her on Delta. I said, I don't like your smug tone. She's. She said, Oh, don't you? <laughs> I was blown away. I rest my case. Well, I was yeah. so angry. You were like case in point. Is that why you hate women? From the <laughs> <laughs> this is how rumors start, Phil. And uh, what happened? Finish the Delta story. You told it to me. It's quite. Oh, oh yeah, all I said, I all I, we got into a huge fight, and she just said, I, and it ended with me saying, "I hope you die in a fire." And she hung up on me. It escalated. It escalated. It did throughout. escalate. She just kept condescending me, and uh, and I said, uh, "Yeah, I hope you die in a fire." And she hung up, oh. and I lost all my miles. <laughs> I have really, no, I have no miles left. They well, took him away? Yeah. You think that's karma or why Why did you lose the miles? <laughs> Sam, seriously? Yeah. They can't do that. You can be they a dick on the, the miles, phone. They, they said the miles, that, well, that was what the fight was about. Well, they read a blog and they were like, <laughs> <laughs> Are you if anyone serious? deserves it. Yeah, they said, because uh, they were from 2010. And, and, oh. Perfect and, time, yeah. And yeah. 2011, they start, they, don't, they didn't start keeping it to 2011. I was like, well, that's not a thing. You can't do that. And they were like, yeah, we can. And she just kept, oh. dude, that's why I said die in a fire. It didn't come out of nowhere. Mm. So she didn't take your miles away because you said die no, in a no, fire. No, no, no. They were no. taking it away and I was oh. fighting back. Okay. Uh, and Don't hit me. Jesus yeah. Christ. Wow. It's wow. really racist. that in his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> I was seeing that in his eyes too. And then, uh, yeah. I, d- I did this on stage yesterday. I said, I hope, this is what I said. I said, I hope she gets, uh, I hope she gets cancer. And everyone goes, oh, and I go, treatable, stay with me. Uh, and then she gets to the hospital and they say, we'd love to help you. Unfortunately, your insurance ran out in 2010. And if this was 2011, we could have helped you. That's that's a really detailed, I like that. It's a fun yeah. joke. Now, where are the out. cancer people? Why are they not protesting? <laughs> yeah, they're you know coming, why? Because they've had hardship in their life and, they, and they're having a- Christ. Yeah. Seriously though, people? what what's with the red tape? I hate this in businesses. Why can't they keep your miles? It doesn't seem fair at all. Because airlines, airlines make their money by preying on the weak and the vulnerable. And uh, and I mean, Spirit now they charge for bags. They try to charge you for carry-on bags. You take Spirit. You take yeah, spirit. Really. you're a college wow. college kid. Yeah, Things are not dude. going well for me. I took Spirit. <laughs> I mean, just had a Conan. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't admit you're that on, on air. Did I tell you what I did to Spirit? I they charge you for they char- they charge you for carry on bags, and they said if you have carry on bags, they're fifty dollars each. And I'm at the who terminal. doesn't have a carry on bag? A, a, a lot of Someone, people traveling Spirit don't have. They, I'm looking around yeah, like no one's gonna carry on. Like no one's. Is this people with shopping carts? Why? So so I'm looking around. I have two huge 
carry on bags. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, you know what? I'm we got gonna, all your merch, I'm, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, uh, Rape I, joke t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Aww. walking. Uh, yeah, now Anya sees what she started. It's yeah. mean. You're a mean person, Anya. Just a thumbs up, rape joke. I, uh, the word rape joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I, Whistles that don't work. These spirit people are animals. So I, I, you know what I say to myself? I say, I'm going to walk right on. I'm going to walk right on. And I'm just going to pretend like I don't know what they're talking about. I walk on with my two bags. They don't say a thing. Nice. Both ways I did that. Really? Yeah. Because you have white male privilege. That's why. This is bullshit. This <laughs> podcast is going downhill. That's right. Than you can say only Phil the, Hanley stinks. Than of, you can say Phil Hanley stinks. That's the kind of confidence that only comes with white male yeah. privilege. Well, I'm yeah. just nobody take on. A, nobody take a picture right now or else they'll say the podcast world is all white. Don't do it. Yeah. No pictures. <laughs> Sammy, how bad is Spirit Air? I've never flown Spirit Air. It was fine. Really? It was. I sat next to a very friendly gentleman. We had a great talk. I'm proud of you, though. Yeah. You $50 a bag? That's Isn't BS. That, crazy? that is crazy. The airlines are evil. Even if they're not over 50 pounds? That's stupid. I'm Anya, angry. I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> what did I just Let's tweet at them. They always respond. I love when airlines, whenever yeah. you tweet at them, they respond. I, always, I get I excited with them. someone with a lot yeah. of followers. Like I saw Jamie Lee tweeting at American Air yesterday, oh, and yeah, she's got like 300,000 followers. So I was like, enjoying watching. She'd be like, I was mistreated. And I was like, yes, get them. <laughs> they always, no matter what you complain, they, they respond. It doesn't even have to have anything to do with it. Yeah. Like, hey, I got a headache. Yeah. I got a headache, American Air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, we're sorry to hear that. Hopefully next time you fly American American Air. <laughs> is it a robot or is it a? Is there a person doing I'm that? Sure no, people. it's an yeah. NYU grad that just got that job and yeah. is just tweeting for a living. Yeah. Well, That's yeah. the kind of job I want. Be I nice. Know. But I don't like when somebody gets in a Twitter argument and keeps retweeting the stuff that, and it's just not entertaining anymore. Like, like over five tweets about one issue, I'm done. I might unfollow that person, no matter how funny they are. Yeah. That's, uh, well, the Republican nominees to be are in Twitter wars. That's how I know that the world's ending. <laughs> Maybe that's a good tactic to get more followers. I don't know. It's like, you. I mean, that's crazy. Do you see the Twitter war between Donald yeah. Trump and Danny yeah. Zucker from Modern Family? There's a Twitter war between Jeb Bush and uh, Donald Trump. I'm like, well, they well, say Trump you guys... will respond to anything. Yeah. What are you doing? But Jeb Bush is, is like his knock on him is that he's boring. So maybe they're like get into a Twitter war with Donald Trump and people will think you're more exciting. Oh, I, mean, I think right. they're trying to do that with Jeb. You think they're trying? I to think so, yeah, because he's yeah. been calling out Trump for my whole But I mean, what shit. the fuck happened to being presidential? I yeah. mean, when did the pre presidential nominees turn into Michael Che? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get your Twitter account erased before you run for president? They're going to take it from you? Donald Trump is not a good idea. Yeah, we it gotta... seems weird that you would have time to do an activity that's really geared at tweens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It seems odd. Do you yeah. think it's really Trump? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. really well. If you read the, the vernacular, it sounds yeah. like him. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he. I mean, someone might be typing, but I'm sure he okays yeah. everything. Yeah. It's either Trump or Don Rickles doing that. I can't <laughs> tell. <laughs> Wait for him to say Chinaman. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's it's one of those. All right. Yeah, let the blogs come in. I don't get. I'm sick of it, dude. But you don't think we're like at the end of the world? Like that Trump yeah, is like absolutely. a sign. Like yeah. it used to be. Like Harold, remember like back in the day, if you did like a hair, your campaign was derailed. <laughs> oh, yeah. One, yeah, uh, 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 Howard, Howard Dean. Dean. Howard Dean. And now yeah. you could be like, what's your plan on immigration? K. 
kill all the Mexicans. Next question. And <laughs> yeah. everyone's right. like, that guy should be. The yeah, I'm runner. not apologizing. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. I think it's like it's it's like what Bill Burr was saying about him on, uh, you know, where he's saying like, well, this you can't. People are like so much apologize, apologize, and if you just keep going, no, people are like, oh, I guess he won't say we have nothing on him. He yeah, won't but apologize. the president though. I mean, yeah. the president has got to. I mean, we all complain that politicians are full of shit, but you got to kind of be because you're the leader of a lot of. We want people. to at least you be polite. Be, yeah, we don't want John Edwards where it's like such a shitty grin they were like what are you hiding yeah, but we just, want like someone yeah in the middle who knows how to keep cool and like yes, handle shit he, and there's nothing converse cool with about humans. him yeah no who, right? wh- he's not he's got Kim Jong-ilism he's just like every bit. second he- your head will spin yeah. I'll be so good at the military <laughs> I'll be so good at this job the head will spin do you know who these people are who are the you know chief problem in the Middle East I don't know who that is but when I learn it I'm gonna fucking <laughs> yeah. win it I yeah. will be number one yeah. everything he could do to <laughs> defer from Vietnam but he says he feels like he would have been uh, great in the military because he went to a military prep school a private yeah. school that his parents sent him to I mean anyone so. who responds I will be great at the military I mean <laughs> that's not fucking you know do you go I to would, therapy not anymore can you imagine if Trump was in therapy like if he was analyzed <laughs> by a real th- therapist I mean he has to have narcissistic personality disorder oh yeah yeah right? Yeah. I mean, he's out of his mind. But look, he's, he's, it's addictive to talking about him. That's what Bill, Bill Maher on his show on Friday was, every joke he was saying, this doesn't, like, clearly we want to make fun of Trump. Yeah. Like, it just feels like we're avoiding making fun of Trump. So that's what everyone <laughs> wants to talk about him. I think he's that, like, cultural force that, like, is the equal but opposite reaction to the super PC movement. Right. So it's, like, kind of sad. It's like, is this what you want? Is that what you yeah. want? Somebody who comes full black because people are so fed up of, like, oops, sorry, I, I misdid a pronoun by accident. Or, you know, it's just, like, it's just gotten too crazy. Don't you it's, think that his popularity, though, is just, like, it's, like, kind of, it's, it's like, compounding itself because it's, like, I can't believe, the reason I'm talking about him is I can't believe anyone likes, like, I can't believe he's continuing. Remember the first debate, it was, like, if he just gets to the first debate, it's going to be so hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then he and then he did that. Now it's the second, the debate's tonight or tomorrow. Or he's just continuing. Right. Don't you think that's part of his popularity? Like, do you think when it actually comes down to voting, people will be like, yeah, yeah I want that he's guy. Still got, just, he's still nah, got, he's still got, got no shot. He's got no shot. You got no shot no at the shot. nomination? No. He's up by just now, such a crazy well, amount. But now Carson and him are tied right now. Last Carson? I read it this morning, yeah. But I don't think it, Carson is a shot. Yeah, but I mean, Carson they're tied. I mean, he, Carson you, you got to get the Latin vote. You got to get the women vote, the female Carson vote. Is a, uh, Carson is the brain surgeon, right? Yeah. Who does not believe in evolution. Correct. A scientist who does not believe <laughs> yeah. in evolution. Really? Boy, the Repub- Republican Party is really kicking out the winners right now. It's fucking <laughs> bottom of the barrel. And they couldn't get it together since a lot. Like, they've had eight years to kind of like get it. They're seven years to kind of get it together. And they couldn't yeah. scrape up anything they're like well we got trump and then the guy <laughs> yeah. you figure they do a little planning yeah yeah no but you think in eight years you could get one american that it was just like conservative but like did yeah. you guys uh, and then you got huckabee it's a it's a it's a joke over there yeah, yeah. it really yeah. is like a joke when did i you- ask people that are fans of trump if they're seriously gonna vote for them they say absolutely yes and and the reason is that he speaks his mind. Yeah, I, that's why I think it's 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 that's just a punishment. So, so does Wendy Let's Williams. Let's get her yeah. as a presidential yeah. nominee. Did you did you see uh, Joe Biden on the uh, new Colbert show? Yeah, that was a great interview. Yeah, I thought. that he was, was really that, good. That's why I was like, oh, this is like a good man. I yeah, I, I, I think, think so. I know he's a politician, but I, I respect him as like a as a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a great interview. But he's unelectable, man. That's the problem. Really? Why? I like Bernie Sanders, but unelectable. Yeah, but dude. Biden has got experience. Why is I think Biden Why is unelectable? Biden's like eighty-five, man. 
Why is Bernie unelectable? Bernie's unelectable because he looks like a guy that works at the DMV in Brooklyn. He's <laughs> like Bernie a tenured, <laughs> tenured high school teacher in Brooklyn or one, something. One of the yeah. funniest Bernie Sanders videos online is um, is the YouTube video of it's on YouTube. It's the Black Lives Matter people <laughs> yelling at him, and Bernie Sanders just kind of pausing, yeah. and it goes the curb your enthusiasm music. Yeah, like since Kennedy, you have to be you know at least six foot one, six foot two. You got to be decent. Your hair's got to yeah. look. You can't. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think a Jew will ever be president. I'm a Jew, and I just don't think it'll ever happen. That's another reason why I really hate yeah. to say it. But it's, oh, is it's, he is he Jewish? He's a he's a Brooklyn Jew. I mean, mm-hmm. he's like he is. He's he's awesome, but he's he's unelectable. I agree. So why I, won't I, a Jewish person ever be president? Because of racism. Oh, oh really? Yeah, America is. Yeah, America's got a lot. Same of reason Canadians will never be president. Yeah. <laughs> I've had it with you working your fucking Vancouver bullshit in every podcast. I've had it, bro. Come on, Sam. I've had it with. I've had it, bro. I've had it with you. What? Uh, yeah, I don't know. So who else? I think Biden. Biden's got a shot. He's, he's charming. He's beautiful. He's got a beautiful teeth. I know, but I How think he's just too he? old. He's got to be like close to eighty, right? No. Really? Yeah, mid seventies. Get a fact check on that. Yeah. We get a fact check on aisle but two. He was so. <laughs> so what do you think about Hillary? Uh, yeah, he was great. That on was Colbert. moving. Well, he just talked about his son. I, I like, want man, Hillary. This is, you want Hillary? Yeah, I think I, Hillary's I got a shot. Yeah, I think. You know, everyone's ready for that sort of female president. So yeah. the forces right. of history are behind her, you know, and, uh, you know. I think uh, continue- he was born in definitely- 42, so he's 73. 73. It's up there, man. That's what Bernie is. I mean, it's up to up there. Uh, Hillary is like the things that bother me about her. I would at this point, yeah, I would vote for her. But she, there's a lot that bothers me about Hillary. You know that that whole Clinton above the law thing does bother me. The email thing doesn't even bother me that much. I know everyone's going nuts about but that. What, what above the law thing? I think that they live a lavish lifestyle, and and the stuff, the things she did. You're worried she's going to molest an intern, and then she'll <laughs> be above the law. And we'll no, actually, I would that like would for her. Awesome. I would like for her to <laughs> molest an intern. Be so awesome. I I want yeah. I want to stay on one of her dresses. Yeah. But uh no, I <laughs> <laughs> I bet you It's an old do. joke. That would be But uh <laughs> but no, I think like things certain things that Clintons do were like uh like she did that she got this is what bothered me the, the email I could care less about. The thing that she did where she gave all that uranium to Russia uh, in exchange for a speaking gig for like for Bill for like five hundred grand, he gets these insane speaking gigs because they live a lavish lifestyle, right. you know. And that's that type of thing has bothered me more than the email. I'm like, yeah, it's illegal, but I don't. It's not something that would ever change my vote. Yeah, I don't know. That could be standard thing that politicians do. I've he no, only I, does gigs for uranium all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they say now uranium and plutonium, it, yeah, more plutonium. plutonium and uranium are more valuable than gold. Did you know Albany that? Works is pla- paying comics <laughs> in uranium, in, um, titanium. I'm this close to nuclear arms. I'm really this close, but Albany uh, Works. No, it's more valuable than gold. They say now, which is crazy. It's a weird. How old's she? How old's Hillary? 67 68 oh, really? yeah. but she's like her that's where when they knock her age that's the one cuz that's the one thing we were like yeah she's known for stamina she's known for being like kind of a road warrior you know <laughs> bit of a she's, tomcat she's the Paul Hooper of the uh no that's weird <laughs> no one's going to get that reference i like her but i somebody told me the other day she's quote unquote in bed with monsanto so i have to research that i got i don't i have no idea what that means you know that she's that we're never going to get out of the hole with monsanto and all this genetically engineered mm. food and that we're all going to continue eating bizarre hybrids of things and non-organic 
Do you eat organic only? Uh, no, absolutely not. I try to eat healthy, but I'm, I've been on a bad kick nutritionally for a long time. It's hard in New York. It really is hard. Yeah. Really, why are grocery stores here are, the, are so bad? It's yeah. crazy. The produce and stuff like that is so bad. Like, what's it called? Gristidis? Gristidis. Yeah. How that's is where that I shop. A, it's so Gristidis bad. Gristidis is the worst grocery it, store in so, the world. It's so... No, but they're everywhere. <laughs> what's, what's we it? are it's taking like Whole food prices and it's garbage. Well, it's, it's really, honestly garbage. It's dirty and it's the most expensive. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like Whole Foods prices, but with shitty food. Yeah. What's, his, what's the name the, of the guy you own? He ran for... That's what I just said. His uh, name is Gristidis. He's a Greek guy. He's a He looks like a fat catfish. He looks like a yeah. It's actually perfect. <laughs> that is it. actually yes. exactly wow, what he looks for. Yeah. He's uh he's a character, that guy. It's cause we suck, dude. Like we we haven't figured out that thing that your people have figured out. Like Canadian people have figured something out yeah. that America just hasn't figured out yet. Well, there are certain things like you're just nicer, you're like Everything's a little better. I love the states, yeah. but there's certain things that yeah are a little bit different here. That's how my mom oh, talks. He said it in <laughs> such a smug way. No, he said it in such was, a Canadian way. That was never a nice way of saying. There's uh, some things that are different. Meaning like you guys stink. No, but like Trump would not exist in Canada. Like Trump would not. The most conservative person in Canada would be like, well, you can't say things like that. Like that's rude. And no, like yeah. he would not exist. That tan would not exist in Canada. There yeah. was a letter that they just released from, I think it was from Nixon who said, when you someday decide to become a politician, it's from like 1987, you will win. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's from like 87. He sent it to Trump. Wow. And said, you will win when you're. A <laughs> wow. Nixon sent a letter to Trump. Yeah. Let me just. Well, it takes one this. to know one. He's Wait, like, I'm, yeah. like doing I'm, some I'm a douchebag and you seem like you are. <laughs> when you someday decide, well, that's got to be it then. You know, See, I met Howard Stern when I was 22 years old or something. And he said, You're a natural. You should keep doing radio or you should like do this. You're a natural. I just remember him saying, You're a natural. And it was like, That's it. It's I a 1981 letter where he endorsed so Donald you Trump. Where find yeah. these two guys? Um, Phil was crying outside a gutter somewhere <laughs> I, no, we about used to the do healthcare the, situation in America. <laughs> we used to do the podcast. It was Nikki and I, and then yeah. it was Nikki and I. Nikki and, Glazer was yeah. my roommate. Oh. And Anya. So I introduced these. Uh, we were all introduced and we met. Yeah, and then uh, Nikki left. and, uh, and But I used to be a radio DJ. I went Sam right into radio after <laughs> I right met Sterling. listenership is yeah. down, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My my parents gave me money to go to Europe after I graduated, and I was like, I don't want I want the thousand dollars that I was going to take to go to Europe, and I want to go to New York City, and I want to meet Howard Stern because I had this college radio show, yeah. and uh, I'm I just was like obsessed with radio and broadcasting and comedy, and I never wanted to be a stand up comic. I just always loved the art of broadcasting. I respect that. So yeah. I think everybody has that moment in their lives, right? Don't you guys were. Somebody has told you the magic words, whatever they are, that kind of set your confidence flame a fire or whatever. Where you're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think there's something like that. Did yeah. you ever have that, like somebody well, I, in your life? Well, I was always like class clown and like the 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 funny one of my friends and stuff. I just never thought of comedy as a career for so. I didn't even know it was possible. Yeah, because when I was growing up, I thought like the guys on TV were like actors first, and then I didn't right. know like. The, like Eddie Murphy's I didn't know there was comedy clubs I just wasn't aware of it but my moment was when I did my first set mm -hmm. and uh, it just I, I never had a feeling like that I was like oh where okay. was it Caroline's Caroline's yeah bringer show what motivated you to do your first set Um, I, my, I don't know I don't know I was like I'm gonna try that. I kind of figured out I saw um, 
I saw uh, David Cross's special. This was about 2000. So I saw David Cross's HBO special, and then I saw uh, uh, Carlin's uh, You're All Diseased. I love that And that's special. when it started to like click. Like I was like, these dudes are like stand I just rewatched that the, like, that's two one nights of the ago. Best. I think that's his best. I, me too. I, I think my that's favorite Because it's so angry. I love the thing about the hands-free headsets. Yeah. He's like, as long as you're, while your hands are free, why don't you reach over here and fondle these balls? <laughs> <laughs> they want you to I wear uniforms so. in school. They tried that idea. It was in a documentary I saw, but I couldn't understand it because it was in German. <laughs> <laughs> that David Cross one spoke to me too. Dude, that one. Reason. I mean, he's got two. That and like, no, you shut up. I think are like two hours that go up against anybody. I loved it. Yeah, yeah he across. was. Yeah. I saw him the other night at a show. He was just drinking at the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where? Two uh, A, the bar. Uh-huh. I guess he lives around there. And the guy was like, "Will you go on?" He goes, "Yeah." <laughs> he just went on, and wow. they were they were a terribly rude crowd, and he didn't do very well. And I've, I've uh, I enjoyed watching. Oh, I though. saw pictures of that. Was that with you, Lisa Trigger? And no, apparently he's been go- going up oh. around town though. Again, nice. David, Craig. I think he said he was in London the last six or seven months working on something. So I've heard some things about him though. Personally, I heard that he's pretty rough. Like I've heard from multiple sources. I've never met him, but I heard that he can be a little caustic, a little. Have you ever heard that mean. interview Terry Gross with, did with him? It's no. intense. Really? really? It is intense. He's a dark guy. Yeah. Really that. interesting, though. It's an hour and change. And She's as good as it gets as an interviewer. She is. And he, he just had a rough life. I think he had an absent. I can't remember exactly, but just a lot of dark stuff with the absent father, I think. I, I can't remember, but it's a great interview. And from the feeling of it when you're done is, like, don't listen to it when you're exercising or anything or you want to have a great day. It's like, it's a heavy listen. Oh, really? But but it Mr. gives you a Show window is, into yeah. Mr. Show is as good as any sketch. <clears throat> that's seminal, dude. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's that's yeah, the beginning it's, of the alt scene right there. It's must like, watch yeah, that was it. sketch TV. Yeah. It's brilliant. I bring it on every road gig. Yeah. Those those two it. dudes, man. That was a that was a hilarious. I'm show. so happy Odenkirk is doing well. Yeah. I mean he that, deserves it. I mean he, that's an iconic character now. You know? Did that is that an, are they going to be another season of Better yeah. Call Saul? Oh, really cool! Okay. I thought Better Call Saul was excellent. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I never watched that. I got to do that. I'm taking notes on all the stuff you yeah. guys are telling me. I'm to not watch. doing TV anymore. I'm done. done. After I did Breaking Bad, I'm like, this is. I'm not doing another TV show. Nothing really. Life? No, dude. Because, what about The Bachelor no. in Paradise? No, dude. It's, <laughs> it's like it, it's not healthy. It's you're not meant to stare at a screen for 80 hours in a row. What about Miss America? Because nobody does it responsibly. You don't watch one and then go. I'm going to watch another one yeah. just like they aired. You <laughs> right. go like. Like fucking ten hours in a row, yeah. Like staring at a screen, uh-huh. it's like that's what right. Netflix are talking about, though. Any Giannis? good show, they do those. Like it's like <laughs> you can watch television. Uh, I I, uh, I don't do shows anymore. I do live sports, and I'll do like a documentary. But I I'm just like, watched a great documentary last night. Which one? Called uh, the Seven Five about the seventy fifth precinct. Crooked um, Cops in Brooklyn. Wow, so good. That sounds good. I saw <laughs> the trailer like a month ago, and uh, I've just, every night I keep because the iTunes said it can, it it, can, it comes out today. I found it somewhere else online, but it comes out today on iTunes. But I kept checking like every night. I was trying to find it. It, it was really good. You just so you texted good. me about Narcos the other night, right? Oh, yeah, everybody's yeah. talking about that. Yeah. I wasn't loving it. I oh, watched, really? I watched the pilot. I'm like, I'm out. I don't. I don't think it's for me. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was not for me. It's subtitles, and I'm dyslexic. But I. <laughs> I muscled my way through it. But this documentary I watched last night is so fucking good. Really? Yeah. Where the is, seven where five. Is it on okay, it's I think it, I, on iTunes, I think you can buy it now. I think it came out today. I found it on online. I just Googled like where I could watch it online and watched it. 
uh, but you can find it. It's called the Seven Five. So good. Oh God, Crooked I'm, Cops. I'm man. watching that tonight. Man. Yeah. yeah, you are. He sold yeah. you on it. Okay, so oh, you, two hours of your life you can commit. Documentaries. Are, I love yeah. documentaries. Yeah. I just saw one, The Honest Liar. It's on oh, Netflix. Is that oh, the magician. It's insane. The yeah. magician. Really? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. I've seen that and I had, hadn't started. I'm gonna gay, watch right? that tonight. Huh? He's a gay magician. Right? He's a gay magician, but it's more about um, so he, like he I went hear out. It's amazing. He set out to debunk a lot of these mediums and um, you know these healers, faith healers, oh, and he good. does it. He oh, does it, that. and it's crazy. I, I won't ruin it, but it's just it. It really makes you think about one. like what people really want. Like people don't want the truth. That's they what don't. I got from today. That's they don't why want we it. like Trump. Yeah. Or, I'm yeah. not saying we, but I think that you're right. That's why people are so entertained he, by him. They just It's almost like a reaction to Obama, like you said. And and we're going to go through this phase of like, we're really into this. Like He's like the Kardashians. We just want a bunch of dumb confectionery shit to put in our systems. And then when it's election time, I think we're going to buckle down and get serious. Yeah, I don't hope you? so. I hope so. I have faith in the people. I hope so too. I think he's just entertaining. He definitely is entertaining. Yeah, he's super sure. entertaining. And it's a little refreshing for people to have like a politician who's not bought by all these interests. There's yeah. something to that too. But I think it's like you go way far left with sort of the zeitgeist, then a guy like him is ripe to sort of snap. Because we're always seeking that middle ground. So he went, you know, the culture just went like, can't say this, can't say that, be the, you know, have feelings for everything, always did it, don't do it. This sort of fascist kind of, you know, thought control and speech control. And then he comes and just sort of people are gravitating there because they're so sick of that because it's too far left. I mean, yeah. I'm left and that shit is too it's far left. It's not left. Mm-hmm. It's changed. Yeah, it's yeah. like when you're going after comedians, That's when you're thing. going after fucking comedians. <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. I we've, mean, it's a fucking joke, oh, man. Yeah, it we've is. Talked for, about, we've talked about it. It's a lot I, of I said a joke oh, up. Leftist. I said a joke yeah. up the other night. I did the setup. And I got a boo, someone, a woman in the audience was like, boo. Yeah. I'm sorry, And then I Phil. did the punchline and the punchline <laughs> hit hard and I stopped the show and I was like, the woman that booed, you don't understand how comedy works. Uh-huh. Like you, you shouldn't be, you don't under, you think I'm just going to say the setup and then be like, all right, see you guys. Like I'm just going <laughs> to like go home. They're, they're trying to define the definition of a joke out of existence. It's mm-hmm. like, that's why it's a joke. It's a joke. I don't mean it. That's yeah. why we've gathered here in this room yeah. to do this. Yeah. There's I sign lit up. It's this comedy, comedy. something on it. Yeah. Like it's a why are seller you, or shack or why whatever. Why are you you're... interpreting this earnestly? This is a fucking joke. I'm talking about something. I'm exploring. And I think Cosby and I think Vince Champ are great examples of why those people should be fucking ashamed of themselves. Because Cosby worked completely clean. Vince Champ, who nobody knows a lot about, also worked completely (laughs) clean. And and both of those guys gave shit to comedians who cursed and tried to do edgier material. Now, that is exactly what a rapist does. They pretend to be one thing, and to trick you, they use chicanery. They present themselves as something, and then they have this basket full of shit of crime. Whereas somebody who goes up there and exposes all these dark thoughts and tries to get a laugh out of them because they're realities, that's not someone who's typically going to go out and fucking act on those things. So it's absolutely ridiculous that Sam or somebody sorry to bring it up again says yeah. a joke about something whether it's funny or not that's one thing yes it is edgy you have the right to be offended by it but then fucking Cosby is allowed to be a rapist yeah. for 40 fucking years yeah. and there's no outrage like little outrages here and there of course yeah. but like where is the fucking like well, he was able to get away with this for so fucking it's long it's very much yeah. like an evil politician you know I mean you present yourself as something else it was this holier than thou attitude where you're kind of like I'm better than this. 
pull you. I mean, the whole pull your pants up. Like I'm the I'm the voice of this of this community. Cosby said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, he was very much like this is how pull one behaves. Yeah, this is how one behaves. Eddie Murphy, yeah. don't, don't I mean, curse. That was the Hannibal. That was the Hannibal Burris joke. Where he says, "You pull your pants up." Well, that's you know? Che. Oh, that was wow. Che. Did that? No, it was Hannibal, dude. No, Che did it. I think on SNL. I don't think it was part of Hannibal's joke. I was there in Philadelphia. I was opening for him when that happened. Hannibal. I was there. Wow. I was opening for him that night. Yeah. Wow. With the blogger. Because he he did it a lot, didn't he? Talk about it. He was doing. He had started to do it. Yeah. Um. We we uh. So I was doing that leg of the tour with him, and it's a it's hilarious because the next morning someone recorded and some blog picked it up, and he goes, uh, "We're sitting at breakfast," and he goes to me, he's like, "I don't know, my typical ham, like I don't know, man, I think this might get out of hand," (laughs) and I was like, "What? Come on, man! (laughs) No, it's like one stupid blogger. This could be nothing. It's gonna disappear." And then fucking next thing you know, it was fucking. Well, it probably ended up good for him in the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, he came out like Dude, this. it's good for everyone. Well, and yeah, yeah. Except one person. Of course. Don't, don't you, and, and his family. He angers me. I fuck it. Like, it infuriates me. I never me. liked him. It I in, never I fucking never, liked him. I never liked him. I never liked him. To be honest with you, I never really even thought he was that funny, to be honest. And I'm not just saying that because of yeah, like what's I come to life. I just heard Nikki say that in an I just too. never really thought he was that funny. And like he had one weird eye, which is always fucking like in the eyes. I never really trusted him. But just the hypocrisy. And it just makes me mad. It makes me mad. Yeah. You're going like you're going after what people say, comedians say. That's yeah. your target. Yeah. That's the problem. That's yeah. really our world's problem. Yeah. Where people go to get relief from the stress. Yeah. And we're trying to do a a, a, a formula that's uh-huh. a joke and make you laugh at some yeah. dark. That's that's your real target. And also, that's what we've come to. When you say that as a like a group of people, comics are so liberal and like. Thoughtful like, and, yeah, and probably uh, it's sensitive, it's pretty sensitive con- to, yeah, yeah. to come up with things like that to say. It's, and that's uh, why we're an easy target. They know we'll respond and be like, I'm sorry. They know it hurts us a lot because <laughs> yeah. I think we are thoughtful in that in that way. Not And this sounds pretentious. I don't mean like we're like more thoughtful than they're at. But I say like we have to live in our heads to write. So you have to think. Think yeah. of every angle. Every, yeah. So yeah, it, it, it does. It. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. It seems like the last place someone should go and be PC is a comedy show. I don't understand I like know. you're especially the balls of someone who's going to fucking boom my setup. I'm like you're in New York City, you're in probably the greatest comedy club in the world, but you know more that you should censor what I'm going to say. Well, it's, be, it's come down to words now. They hear a word and yeah. they shut off. Yeah, it's not even the joke's not even about that. No, yeah, they hear a word. Yeah, I remember I was doing Carnegie Mellon. Like the kids are the worst. I mean, you know when you got like comedians like Chris Rock and saying, I won't do colleges, yeah. there's a fucking problem. And I know Sarah Silverman said, well, you, you should be, she came out recently and said, you should be on the side of the kids. They're always on the right side of history. Dude, this isn't a fucking oh, social yeah, issue. That. This is like, we're talking about freedom of speech. We're talking about yeah. comedy. Sensitivity. Yeah. Well, I liked what she also, said because she was saying like, the youth is often on the front lines of change, which is true. Like if you were out there in the 60s joking about like, come on, I'm going to say colored people. Let me say colored people. It's a big deal and the all the kids in the 60s that were in colleges were like uh not cool anymore to be saying colored people yeah but they had what was going on in the 60s a little more monumental than someone just being pc now well i think she's talking about how students now are anti-gay saying the word gay like we were talking about actually on the last podcast we were talking about gays with jessica kirsten well, no, like last week oh, saying okay. that's so gay. Like this, I was saying, I I said it to my producer right. the other day, like, is this guitar part gay? And he was like, uh, I don't use gay in a pejorative sense. And I was like, come on. But then 
you know, when I hear Sarah Silverman talking about that, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a good point. And it is, I would, would I say that in front of all my gay friends? No, I did it once in front of um, my my friend who's gay. And he was like, don't, that's kind of stupid. But you I sound could see, stupid. I could see being sort of, you know, sensitive and so progressive and stuff. But when it, it goes too far to the point where you're taking the words and the and you're assuming the intention, especially right, when hateful. you're making jokes. Yeah, it's just gone. It's it. That's that's too far. And Chris Rock. I mean, you're depriving yourself. I mean, he's smart and thought provoking. Like kids should listen to Chris. Like, don't you think that he's one of the most? He's in a really competitive you'd lucky, field. You'd be lucky to see him. Yeah, show. absolutely, yeah, of course. absolutely. Like, I, I was just about to give that Carnegie Mellon example, like as an example of when they hear a word, it was like, and this this is why it's a great example because this is so random. I was doing this old joke I had about soccer. And I go, you know, because the, the soccer players always pretend like they're hurt. I'm like, you pretend like, like we don't have instant replay at home to see, no, dude, you're a liar of low character from Croatia. I just picked <laughs> Croatia because uh-huh. for some reason it was funny to me. Yeah. And they went, ooh. And I stopped the show and I go, I needed an explanation. Yeah. I want to go, what, what was there? What? And they go, he's Croatian. <laughs> and I went, so? Yeah. They've had, fucking it, they've so? had it hard in America. Right. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Like that's just reading too much. Ed. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. He, he, you just threw that's a. Just, cu- he's got to be from somewhere. He's got to be from somewhere. <laughs> Let's dude. make up a country where everyone can be <laughs> yeah. from, and then that, we make jokes about that made-up country. Yeah, there's some good soccer players from Croatia. That's why I picked fucking Croatia. Yeah, it's a yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but what does that matter? That he's maybe from they Croatia? were maybe they were offended because they wanted. to. Uh, they were like all held back college students and they wanted to still be Yugoslavia <laughs> or something. This is, honestly, this is this is PC. It's Carnegie Mellon. It's like one of the best schools in the it's country. A great this, school. Is the, this is the shit best that, that drives school. me that, scary that shit. drives me crazy. I, I'm dyslexic. I was in special ed when I was a kid. I talk about... <laughs> were you really? Yeah, it was, yeah. I t- <laughs> Sorry, is that wrong for me to yeah, laugh yeah, at? Yeah, yeah. I so, love when someone tries to nail me in that because like, my brother is mentally handicapped. So don't fucking tell me. Right. And I got a gay brother, so don't fucking tell I, me I shit. I set up... So I'll start talking Andy's about... Andy's a being, transsexual. I start talking about also. being in special ed and people will groan or not laugh at a joke. And, and I know enough about jokes to be like, yeah, this is a good joke. Mm-hmm. They won't laugh because it's about special ed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you sons of bitches. You know who thought it was funny that I was in special Everyone, when I was in special ed, right. now you feel guilty, and now you're sitting in a comedy club. Like you can't have it both ways. You made fun of me when I was a kid. Now laugh it up, now assholes, because that's beautiful. It's, it's more so kind of now that you've owned it. Yeah. Point. Now, it's, now that I've owned it, yeah, making jokes yeah, about yeah, it, you're gonna fucking type. And I'm not. And I'm, it's not like I'm making fun of kids and being special ed. I'm talking about the experience of myself. Like you yeah. can't even talk about your own life without. And they wince and they groan. I did, oh. I did it. Uh, I was at a show last night, a free show, and it was going really well. And then all of a sudden, they, they pulled a groan shit. And I said, You're not allowed to groan at a free show. You can pay, if you pay a $20 cover, you're allowed to groan. <laughs> there should be free a minimum, show, no groaning. That's a minimum a great point. requirement for groaning. Like, groan, you don't, you're not allowed to make me feel bad when I come here for free. <laughs> groaning, it, like, it's so judgmental and shitty, and it's not a natural reaction, uh-huh. right? No. To words. Are you that? I'm gonna be the feeble? devil's advocate. Be the devil's advocate. I love comedy, as you know. I love going to comedy shows. I love I love it more than more than music, more than movies, anything. I'm a fan of comedy. Mm-hmm. I think it's sometimes annoying as an audience member when, and I think you guys are doing a great job at everything you do. Thank you. When a comic <laughs> is on stage and they berate me for. Um, many things me as an audience member mm-hmm. you didn't get the joke quick enough it's like come on come on or 
oh my god you guys groaned fuck you and i think sometimes you can groan and you're thinking you're like part of this conversation with the guy on stage or the girl on stage it's not like oh you're lame it's like some oh, some groans yeah. are like yeah, okay. sometimes sometimes and- you're absolutely right sometimes a joke was a bad joke sometimes the groan is valid sometimes mm-hmm. You know, you you get offended, but that is the experience of comedy. That's my point. Is like they're trying to define comedy out of existence. Comedy, by definition, is that tightrope walk, tightrope walk, where there is the possibility for it not to be funny or right. for it to go wrong. If you didn't have that tightrope walk, you wouldn't have the other side of it, where the joke does go right. And yeah. and since it's so subjective, who are you? To say that's not funny. You may be groaning or not like it, but somebody else likes it. And since it's just speech and just thoughts, why are you going to try to shut me down? Because what? you did. How about this other person who liked it? Did I commit a crime? But did I didn't the groaner shut you down? No, 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 I'm saying. Bill Cosby's like, did I commit a crime? <laughs> the, but, but some of these groaners will go back and then blog and say, this person oh, yeah. shouldn't right. be allowed yeah. to do comedy. It, I agree. This That's person, where is the outrage? But it does. It, it <laughs> messes know. up a show. Someone groaning and it it it, it, it stops. That they're not laughing, and then it does affect the people around them. It all of a sudden breaks people out of the reality. It brings people to reality, like oh, we're just sitting around. Like I don't know. It, it makes people feel guilty that they laughed or whatever. It does. It fucks up a show. I had. Someone last night, I have a joke where I say it's weird that it's a, it's a silly joke. I say it's weird that we came from monkeys, <laughs> but that there's still monkeys, basically. <laughs> you know, that's the idea. And then I have a whole act out where, I I'm think like, that's funny. where I'm like doing a thing about how, you know, there's like a, maybe in thousands of years there'll be more evolved humans and humans like us in the zoo. And a, and a kid will be like, Daddy, what's that? And he'll be like, Shh, he's texting. You know, it's like a longer joke. And this woman yells, We came from apes. And I'm like, Well, we came from a distant relative. We I'm came like, from chimps, actually. I'm like, Whatever. Yeah. But yeah. whatever. The whole point is like, she kind of like, heckled me with that and I was like you're, you've you never enhanced a comedy show I'm sure no one's ever been like good the fact checker's here yeah. you know or yes. anything you've never enhanced anything and then I kind of and she was actually pretty cool after that like after every joke I'd be like I told a joke about premature ejaculation I said I'm not really a premature ejaculator I just wanted the joke to be funny you know so it ended up she ended up being fun after because she wasn't and I was like wow maybe like a few years ago I'd have reacted way more annoyed but I just thought it was kind of funny that she reacted like that so I think that's good natured and fun So, yeah. so and she I, looked like an idiot which she should have looked like yeah that's the whole thing is like you can make them look like an idiot in a nice way yeah you know but she uh, just never heckle a comic just don't if you're listening and you're planning on going to a show just just don't do that most of these jokes require a leap of faith somewhere Look, and some of this is just inevitable because of the parameters of where we do comedy has changed. So now we're on Twitter, we're out there. So it's it's a contra. It used to be where you come into a club and it's this place where there's no cameras, no nothing, right. and people come and they accept. Like, oh, you know, there may be some crazy things said, but it wouldn't be documented for posterity. But now that we're, I, so I understand it a little bit because now that you're on Twitter, anyone can come and see your statement and whatnot. But when it comes to comedians, you have to understand that that's part of our process is fucking up. If we have a bad joke, remember, it's a joke. Yeah. You know, it's a joke. If it's bad, leave it at that. You didn't like it. You don't right. like that comedian. This, then uh, that's the other side of modernity that we live in. Now. Everyone wants to be a writer. Everyone considers themselves a fucking journalist. So they're like, oh, I'm going to write this whole thing and take this person <laughs> down because I'm trying to get my career started as the millionth blogger on the planet. So they try to tie themselves to any you know cause that isn't really a cause. And of course, we're all bored and nobody's working a real fucking job anyway. So then all the rest of these fucking millennials who don't work real jobs are sitting in coffee shops trying to think of an app idea, jump on board. And I'm like, here's the cause. <laughs> 
laws. We're going to, because we don't have to worry about fucking eating food or working in a factory. So now it's like, get Sam Morrell. Yeah. Get Sam, Sam Morrell. You know? Get, get tickets yeah. to Sam Morrell this week. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. There's there's bigger issues out there. I yeah. do that now. This woman, uh, when a more recent piece trashed me, and I just send her my upcoming dates. I say, I say can you just, when you trash me, can you just plug my dates, please? Yeah. What was she trashing you about? We, we've tr- we covered it in the Dave Smith episode, which is a long shot. Yeah. We are running out of time, but I want to. She always to does this. Yeah, we're having a good talk, and she wraps it up. You always five minutes. You want to tackle here. a dating question or keep All talking right. about comedy? Well, we can no, do it. I'm we'll happy with that too. I, I could have brought up that girl that did the fat shaming video. That would seem to me like another stupid blogger person trying to get famous. It just wasn't that to me. That just wasn't like funny. Yeah, it no. wasn't funny at it wasn't, all. It wasn't done well. Yeah. No. Oh, it could have been done well. I think there's a way to make fat jokes with it. Yeah. I, so we can't make fun of fat people at all? It's no, like, no. I think yeah, it, I think it could. Like you if should you're, be able to make fun of anything. Anything, yeah. I think so, if it's good, smart, it could have been way. done. Though. Here's what I think about a fat joke is why I kind of steer clear. And I don't, if you have a great one, tell it. But uh, when I, I've seen comics go into it and then there's like a fat person in the front row and the whole crowd's like, we're not going to laugh. Cause right. there's a fat, so it's like, that's the risk you run with a fat joke. Yeah, and I, would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to make that person feel bad exactly. when they have a babysitter and have paid to come to see a comedy show. Yeah, exactly. I don't want, do you want to make that person feel bad? Why are you pointing no, at but, me, bro? Well, I don't want to make anyone mean, feel bad. Well, you yeah, mean spirited. Yeah, I want to make you feel bad. I don't want to make fat people feel bad. Well, Yeah, but I don't want to take away <laughs> the attempt, you know? You don't want yeah. to take away like, up oh, that door's closed. Right. Like, no, somebody yeah. could figure it out. There's That's what, you know, a good comedian could do, would make it so... Boom! It's okay, and that fat person will be laughing. And yeah, laughing. Jimmy Carr's got a great joke. This woman came up to me. He made a joke about fat people, and she said, "You're fattest." And he goes, uh, "No, you're fattest." <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike writes in. Uh, I'm just a few months out of my last long-term relationship, and after two really great dates with someone new and a third one later this week, nice. I'm already losing interest in meeting other people. I'm making Ooh. a point not to rush into anything new, but I'd rather whole ass one thing than half ass two things is whole ass a thing <laughs> Anya at what point do you focus on one person go to Pornhub it's a thing <laughs> <laughs> rather than keep playing the field and at what point would you expect a guy to do the same Phil with your long and renowned history of meaningful connections with mm. smart and attractive women <laughs> yeah he doesn't sound like he's listened to the show before. <laughs> Have yeah. bitter and less successful friends, parentheses, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> less e- successful. Yeah. Yeah. Ever, ever, <laughs> really, that's what we say. Ever accused you of being a serial monogamist? Did it come across as jealousy, or do you think it's possible to miss out on other people by narrowing down your options too soon? You guys are the best. Thanks for the laughs, Mike. Uh, thanks for writing in, Mike. Uh, Mike seems like he doesn't have a good grip on reality. So <laughs> and Giannis, uh, you're welcome to weigh in too. We want Giannis to weigh in. Mm. So was the first part of the question for you? Oh yeah, I guess when do I know? At what point yeah. do I focus on one person rather than keep playing the field? And at what point would I expect a guy to do the same? I'm I was in a similar situation, and pr- I think I probably am. But um, I think it has to be organic. There's no natural thing. My parents met in Russia in 1966. My mom was married to someone else, nice. and uh, yeah. who, but she wasn't actively with him. Something Rosenberg, right? Six weeks later, they were engaged. <laughs> wow. Then they were married a year later. So, but you know, then I've dated people for months before, and it was still unclear whether we were ex- exclusive or not. So, I think it has to be organic and mutual. Is the boring answer? Nice. All right. I think. Um Oh, well, well, no, you go, Yana. Uh, no, do you have a follow-up? Well, no, but what was it? Was there a part of the question for me? 
or yeah, concentrate Phil with, on that? Phil, with your long and renowned history of <laughs> meaningful connections, uh, has Sam um, ever accused you of being a serial monogamist? And did it come across as jealousy? Or do you think it's possible to miss out on other people by narrowing down your options too soon? Oh. <laughs> Uh, Sam, have you ever accused me? I'd say it's a ticking time bomb, Phil. (laughs) You're getting kind of old, and I would jump into something special. No, I think if you meet some, I think it's so rare to meet someone and actually be really into, like, into them. You know what I mean? So often you meet people, and it's like three weeks later, you're like kind of on the fence or whatever. Sam, don't interrupt me. Um, But yeah, so I think if you meet someone and you like them, why wouldn't you? continue to pursue you're not gonna be like well I'm gonna hold off yeah Mike you sound like you really like this girl and you're into her already after two dates nothing wrong with that you're really into her see if she's really into you what uh, I want to hear what Giannis has to say. I was just thinking about how just it's humans. We're, it's just so fun how like arrogant we are. We're like, I'm, it's so rare that I'm into someone. <laughs> All these pieces no, of think- shit walking around. <laughs> no, but just I deserve the best. <laughs> I fucking settle for something. Don't you, no, but don't you think the combination of being attracted to someone and getting along with them and stuff like that? I don't think yeah, it's, it's that rare. common. No, it's right? totally rare. I agree with you 100. percent I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't picking it. Yeah. That is how it is. I was saying yeah. you, that's how we all are. We're just kind of like shit, 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 shit. <laughs> You're Sniper. interesting. Yeah. 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 One person. <laughs> Even though we're all just fucking fungus grown on a rock, <laughs> we have the right to be selective. I My dating advice would be like, be honest with yourself. Like how attractive are you? Like <laughs> where's your hairline at? You know what I mean? Like think about it like that. Like be realistically like, this dude's not in show business. Boom, right there. Your options are a little lower. <laughs> you know, my girlfriend's 14 and a half years younger than me. Not because that's what I wanted, but that's because uh, I'm able to get it because I got a strong hairline and I'm Beautiful in show business. Hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so do, so do, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Women don't want to uh, admit that shit, but the hairline is important. The height's important. What you do is important. You know, so I don't know what, what what's his name? Mike. He, Mike. he doesn't sound successful. He seemed to think Phil was good. Yeah, he nope. just so, wants so. to know if it's too soon for him to cut off his other options, which he doesn't even seem to want. And that's my point. It depends on who he is and what he does. Like, if you got a cool job and a strong hairline, keep those fucking options open, bro. <laughs> keep going a couple more years. But if that hairline's creeping back like and your job is shitty. I like using the word bro here, yeah. too. <laughs> and your job is shitty and you're feeling like, look, it's not you're not that exciting a dude and you're honest about that. Pick a nice girl who kind of, you know, has less options too. And then you guys make it work. Because chicks, chicks like will go up on you. Like if Derek Jeter's in the room, I don't care how much in love with me the girl is. <laughs> she is concerned with Derek Jeter. And if Derek Jeter is interested in her, I got to run for my money. I That's mean, why I only pick women who don't follow professional sports. I mean, anyone I above be me. Issue. I mean, women always, it's a, it, it, there's two sides. Dudes, we like more. We like more. That's evolutionary. You know, in cases of war or famine, we got to be ready to propagate the species. So that's why we're programmed to fuck a lot. Women like better because they're looking for the best genetic. So women take the best deal they can get. Women want the guy who's going to pursue them seriously if a guy's like i don't know if i really want to be in a relationship really? i'm not that interested i'm gonna romance really? the shit out yeah. of women i'm a very romantic guy, really? a guy i've taken directed. phil hanley on many candlelight like dinners guy. tell us that story how you were puking He's, on the toilet he on courts Friday. women that was on saturday <laughs> that's a long time ago phil i've become i've really grown since then sam was having a boom boom and a puke <laughs> <laughs> boom boom screw your canadian lingo i was using two holes at the same time pooping and puking and uh things 
things were not going well for me. I was having, a, I was in a dark place, mm-hmm. uh, and that's why I didn't write any more text to you on you. I was puking. <laughs> but uh, you know, I I will romance the hell out of women. I'm very romantic. Yeah, I am. Sp- that last story really struck yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> I think women deserve to be romanced, and I will be monogamous, and I will fucking send you flowers and shit. And you will brunch the shit out of someone, I but you're not going to take her to dinner. Well, you dinner's have seven difficult because we have a lot of shows, but I will breakfast and lunch the shit out of you. Yeah. I love that. That was the term. Mike, I think you're scared that she's not where you are, but I would just follow your gut, a.k.a. penis, and you really like <sighs> this, this girl. It's a dirty podcast. Yeah, That's exciting. Filthy. It's not, like Phil said, it's not often that you're yeah. that into somebody. You want to pursue this girl, so just do that, and then, you know, if she's not feeling it, then you keep your options open. But I'd say, I think you get, it's programmed in you guys to pursue. Yeah, it's so not often that you like to move. The switch is flipped in Mike's head, and it's like, get this girl. And then he, but he's like, wait, but aren't I supposed to be fucking lots of girls? But I want that girl. Just go for the girl. Don't, yeah. don't like. And if you meet another girl you like your... better, you'll probably break up with her. So stop overthinking it, dude. Yeah, bro. Live free or die hard. And where are you at in your life, you know? Like, are you ready to settle down? And like, how's yeah. your hairline, bro? Yeah, where's your hairline? Are you a fucking hairline performer? Are you a singer, a dancer, <laughs> a comedian? Or? A dancer. If the hairline is bad, you shave the rest of it down so it doesn't look like a public toilet seat. That's all. <laughs> you know a joke I love about Dom Herrera where they say, hey, you get a, hey, you going bald, Dom? He goes, no, I, I went to the barber and said, give me a big V right here. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to wrap up the show. It's been such a pleasure having you, Giannis. Thanks, yeah, thanks, Giannis. Thanks for having me. I didn't get great. to interview you Oh, more, and check out his AOL sports show. Yes. Yeah, please do. Two-point two, lead. Yeah, two-point lead. Sports and comedy. It's a lot of fun. And watch the YouTube videos. Michael Strahan. Wow. Uh, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Rousey. Steph Curry. Yeah. Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah, thanks for taking time off your golf game with <laughs> Steph Curry, right? Thanks for having me. This is a fun podcast. To come be yeah. on our podcast. Yeah. Uh, all right, check out Giannis's tour dates and all that good stuff at Giannis. GiannisPapas.net. Follow him on Twitter at... Giannis Pappas. Okay, great. And follow Sam Morel. Do you have any shows you want us to promote here? Let's see. This airs... Giannis, you're going to be at Laugh Boston October 22nd through 24th. Sam Morel. Follow him on Twitter at Sam Morel, M-M-M-O-R-R-I-L. It's uh, <laughs> October 1st through 3rd at Laughs in Kirkland, Washington. Possibly in Albany. Yeah, well, we'll just we'll figure it out. You September twenty fourth. Yeah. This is coming out after that anyway. I yeah, think. let's not yeah. go through the whole thing. Phil just- Hanley, you can follow him on Twitter at Phil M, as in Marigold. Hanley. Yeah. Also on By this Instagram. Time this comes out, this might be my album too. You can get my album. Oh my you can pre order it. October Anya. 13th at <laughs> the. Jesus, Sam. Don't feed the Twitter. Underground. <laughs> and uh, you can pre order my album, Paper Plane, at onyamarina.com. Come see me on tour. I'll be touring with Josh Radin through New York and Chicago and all over. All tour dates are at onyamarina.com. Thanks to the engineers and pr- the producers and Stand Up New York. And thanks for listening to We Know Nothing. Email us, subscribe. Rate the show, we know nothing pod at gmail.com. My album, Class oh Act, please God. order it. Yeah, please. this is a class act. Keep interrupting. <laughs> Jesus. Please order Sam Morell's album yeah. Yeah. at samorell.org. Is it org? Where is it? Dot yeah. com. How do we Dot, get your it's album? It's on iTunes. <laughs> okay, wow. great. Look wow. it up. That's it's out already. No, but it, you can pre order. It comes out October 23rd. You'll be oh. able to pre order it soon, hopefully. Yeah. Everyone's fast forwarding right. this anyway. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. The people want to hear more about my album. Guys, did you plug your show on October 13th? Yeah, at the Village Underground. Yeah. And I'm on. If you, if you're, I'm on. You can fast forward so. through Phil's set. <laughs> so just come by and, uh, 
I'm on that. I should be closing that. Am I closing that? Bye-bye. Joe Mackinson. Oh, oh, oh yes. 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 Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you, and we Don't know nothing. Don't let him get the last Bye. thing. Don't Bye. let him get the Sorry, it's over. <laughs> <laughs>